big beard. Hey, Kayla. Hi, Ayana. <laughs> Welcome to Fill in the Blank Podcast. Welcome. Um, Get away. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another week here at Fill in the Blank Podcast. Hello, Ayana. Hi, Kayla. How are you today? I'm pretty big. Actually, I'm okay, Uh-oh. but I'm good. <laughs> Ayana's frozen. Look, life is life but it's okay. I'm good. Uh-oh, not, wow. not Kayla freezing. Uh, you froze. I oh, I froze. We didn't freeze, but it Kayla's you froze. froze. I froze? Yes, it's you. It's not us. On my end, you froze. Because you froze, Kayla. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Regardless, we are here. <laughs> Ariel's... Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> we in trouble. All right, today we have a very special guest for the second time. We're, we're bringing it back because it messed up the first time. You, but we have... Cami Crawford here once again, so graciously blessing us yum, because, yum, yum. <laughs> because we lost the audio. It it's happens. Okay. It happens. Yeah. It's happened to me now three times. Really? Yeah. Not on okay. my podcast, thankfully. Not yet. Oh, but on someone else. But three different times when I've guessed it on other people's podcasts, it's happened. And I'm like, is it me? Like, you know, maybe it's me. <laughs> Honestly, maybe it is you can't. It could be, it could be me. I, honestly. <laughs> people can't so handle funny. what I have to say. So you know, <laughs> the, universe, the universe is like, no, shut this bitch down. She's down there right. trying to fight you. What is that about? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's okay though. We're here. I'm so dead. I we mean, can't. it's been a journey to get here, but you know what? Yes. It's okay. It's okay. it's okay because we made it here. And we're also we've, on on a virtual platform. This is the first time we've done this before, time. too. Yeah, this is strange. Yeah. All the girls are not together. I know. know. It's weird. I know. It's weird. But, you know. It's okay, though. You learn, you live, and you learn, and you try to push through. And it works. It works. People are going to love it Mm -hmm. regardless. I hope so. Yes. I hope so. Um, but I do like that we we've all just become a little bit more acquainted. There's been more time uh, mm-hmm. in between. So yes. <laughs> and I mean, I've already seen you at an event. So I know yes. that was so crazy, and you met my boyfriend. My, my I man, did. No. Okay. <laughs> We're just getting closer and closer as the days go. And Kayla, I'm sh- is the, has the wedding happened since I saw you? Like, <laughs> no, girl, we still planning. Oh my god, oh, Lord, the planning. We are still the planning, plan. but the bridesmaids got their dresses since I saw you. I have my second dress because I needed my reception dress, and I got it. So we Aww. are making some progress and some moves so now it's like down to the nitty-gritty like yes all of the fine details of okay what colors are the bouquets gonna be and how many of these centerpieces do we need Mm. and what is everybody going to eat so we're at that place now (laughs) oh the food part is so yeah (laughs) the tourists the food (laughs) the food for me it feels like the very exciting part 
of the wedding yes. process. Yes. I was super excited about the food part, but now I'm kind of sad a little bit because I really wanted a specific type of food that I know now I'm not going to be able to have. So it's okay. We're just, what is it? Yeah. What's what is it? I love Italian food. Oh, yeah. You can't have Italian food? Not really because we're booking with, so with the wedding, it's at a hotel mm. and with that comes the package of yeah. them including the food and everything. So, and it just will be really expensive to go outside of that and cater food for uh, all of these people, you know? Mm, so yeah. I just had to kind of like chop it up to the game. I was like, okay, we're getting this deal here. And this is just kind of like a compromise that I have to make, but it's just. So wait, what kind of food is it going to be? <laughs> Ayana's like, I need to know before I, I, know. Before I show up. I got to I gotta know. <laughs> I gotta know. I can't even <laughs> tell you because I haven't even had my tasting yet. So can, can I, I come to the tasting? <laughs> Girl. You need help? No. <laughs> I got you. I got strong yeah. taste buds, bruh. Yeah. Cammy, do you see her being a tourist? <laughs> I, I see it. I see it. And you oh know what? God. I respect it. And guess what? <laughs> If the food sucks, she will tell you. So you might want to bring her to the tasting or just bring I her. I'm like, what is this crusty, dusty chicken? Yeah. What is I this? will tell you because I'm a super picky eater too. So Honestly, Kayla, you better hope you have time to eat. I'm telling you, like, you don't realize like, I mean, well, I'm sure you will eventually realize like the, it's a lot going on. Like there's so much going mm. on. That's what Let people say. Let me tell say. you something. If there's anything yeah. I'm going to have time to do, I'm going to have time to eat. <laughs> she said, I'm right. eat. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm, I'm the bride and I'm going to eat. Yes. She said what she I said. I decided, I saw this on TikTok. I read an article, aka I saw TikTok, that people were saying <laughs> that for your wedding, what you should do is you and your spouse go to a separate room before you head into the reception Love that. and have your Love first that. meal together as husband and wife Love or, that. you know, whatever it may be. And so that you can ensure that you've eaten and that you've spent that time with your person because- I've heard that once you get into the reception, mm-hmm. it's a shit show and it's you may just, not see them for the rest of the night and that's not happening. Seriously. So sit down seriously. and let's enjoy this meal together as a family. Hello. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, that's that a really good idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is a good yeah. idea. I'm going to see what type of things that I can incorporate that are like that because I know that there are some things that I'm just not going to stand for. But mm. the thing is, I'm going to speak up. Yes. So if somebody comes and be like, we need you, I'm going to be like, excuse me. Uh, yeah. right. You see me eating? <laughs> Do you see you the see steak on eating? my plate? Don't talk to me until it's finished, okay? <laughs> Don't talk to me. I need Thank 15 you. minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, I'm so excited to be your bridesmaid. <laughs> can't wait. I can't wait to hear can't about it. can't wait to be the bridezilla's bridemaid. Yes. She's, she's I'm great. so excited. I'm yes. so excited. <laughs> yes. But, okay, when Cammie was here last, and we did this last time, Mm -hmm. we had such a great conversation, and we're just going to repeat it because it was was so good. It was so inspiring. I mean, I I, I feel like, yeah, we really need to name the episode, Come Be Inspired. Are you inspired? (laughs) Yes. Thanks, guys. Because it's so good. And I just really want to give you the floor, to give you the opportunity to share your background. Um, I can give a bit of an introduction, but I know that I can't do a good of a job as you can in explaining all of the mini hats that you wear. Child. But um, for those of you who don't know from what, uh, whatever rock that you have been under for whatever time, this is Cammie Crawford. Okay. She's a queen. Period. The one, so, the only. The one, the <laughs> only. Up? 
She is a host of all things at this point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Honestly, it's like you're like Thanos at this yeah, point. Yeah, that's like I'm yes. collecting everything like Infinity Stones. <laughs> yes. I just want to take. I every love that bit. for you. <laughs> and she has truly gotten it out the mud. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna let you just share your story. If you can tell people, how did you get your start? in tv hosting wow well it was a long road it wasn't it wasn't just like any singular path and i think that that's Mm -hmm. something that people have to realize when you're chasing Mm -hmm. a dream like wherever you are headed you have your your big picture goal in mind but whatever roads it takes to get there it may not look like what you think it's supposed to look like so you just have to stick it through and like thug it the fuck out because it'd be like that sometimes so for me um when I was in high school I always knew that I wanted to be a doctor I wanted to be a dermatologist like that was my path I was very very firm in that And, you know, my senior year of high school, I ended up competing in the Miss Maryland Teen USA pageant. It was my first pageant ever. I had never been in a pageant before. I never even watched a pageant before, except one time I was at the nail salon and it was a Vietnamese nail salon and they were playing Miss Universe because it was in Vietnam that year. So, yeah, that's such a specific memory. It's a very specific memory because I remember being like, what the fuck is this? And (laughs) like, (laughs) I was like, these women are beautiful. But like, I had never, I had never what like that wasn't a part mm-hmm. of my world. Yeah. Um and the pageant world is very specific and very small and very mm-hmm. tight knit and like most girls who have been competing have been competing their entire lives. So yeah. by the time I entered the scene, I was competing mm-hmm. my state pageant there were 63 girls um in total including myself and pretty much I mean my entire top 5 um, when I won, had been competing for three, four, five years, some of them since they were like babies, like toddlers and tiara wow. style. Wow. And Which in, is so wild. It's insane. And in comes me, newcomer, not knowing anything. And I honestly think that that played to my advantage because, you know, people like a fresh face, mm. fresh feel. And, you know, I hadn't been kind of indoctrinated in pageantry yet in that kind of mm-hmm. way. Um, so I ended up winning that pageant, my first try. And then from your state pageant, you go to nationals. So I went to Miss Teen USA and I won that. And from there, you literally pack your bag and the next day you move to New York City. And I had already had in my mind that I was winning the pageant because um, that's what I had decided that I was going to do. And... <laughs> Can, wait, can you share share this background information? Because last time we talked, you talked about how your mom was such a huge, huge person support. to back you up. Yes. And be like, you're winning this pageant. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, okay. My mom is, I say she's not like a soccer mom. She's not a cheer mom. She's not a pageant mom. She's a whatever you want to do. We're going to do it, mom. But we're going to be like, that. yes, serious Aries energy. But she's like, yes. Whatever you do, if you're not good at it, I'm going to tell you. And mm-hmm. if you want to be good at it, we're going to be the best at it. Like you have to I be the, the best. That's so good. And it really helped me because I remember when I told her that I wanted to do the pageant in the first place, she was like, what the fuck is that? And like, why are we doing that? And like, what what's your goal? Like, what are you actually trying mm-hmm. to achieve? And I, I I just told her like, Oh, my friend told me that it would be fun and I would meet new people. And my mom was like, okay, this is a lot of money. Like, we're <laughs> not going to be just like doing this so that you can meet 
fun friends. Yeah, because what goes into it? Like the the Girl. hair, the makeup, the dresses. Everything. Aren't the dresses expensive. really expensive? It's yes. so expensive. I mean, yeah. your one dress could cost you. People sell their cars. People sell like, th- yeah, <sighs> people like do crazy stuff to be able to afford these wow. things that will help them get closer to this dream. And, you know, yeah. I think my state gown was like $2,500. My oh, nationals wow. gown was closer to ten. Like, oh my goodness, it's not a fucking game. And then you have training on top of that. So you take, you, oh. you have a walking coach, you have a um, interview coach, you do like paperwork and like getting all of your documents together so that when you go in the interview room and the judge asks you, you know, so tell me like, what is it that you love about being a social worker? And you say, um, I'm actually a dentist. Because your mom put the paperwork together for you and wrote, you know, mm. she's a social worker and she cares about kids and she does this and that. And in reality, you're a dental assistant. That's a problem. <sighs> so you have somebody who like helps you really put your life on paper and like talk about the mm-hmm. things that you're passionate about. And then you have a walking coach teach you how to walk like a pageant girl because how you walk in the mall and how you walk on the stage at a beauty pageant is completely different. Yes. Um, and then you have... You have like a whole team of coaches, fitness, nutrition, the works, and it's costs a lot of money. It's not cheap. Yeah. There's so so many moving parts. Yes. And most people who compete in pageants have a good amount of money because you have to, if you're going to keep going, what you can do. People do this from like childhood. Yes. Yes. But you also, Ayana, win cash prizes too. mm -hmm. Yes. And so a lot of people invest so that they can win these okay. big cash prizes. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even That's if you're like a runner up investment. Yes. Mm-hmm. So even if you're a runner up, you can win cash prizes, um, scholarship money, like a lot like pageants have put a lot of women through college. So there's a lot. Wow. Yeah, there's a lot that can come out of it as well as, you know, opportunities in entertainment. People mm-hmm. could, you know, to be seen. You know, people spend money on Barbizon and you know all kinds of things all the time. Oh, to be I remember Barbizon. Child, I don't know if it still exists. Maybe I aged myself. I almost, I almost did Barbizon. I almost, <laughs> and then they started asking for the fee, and my mom was like, "Yeah, no, we, I'm sorry, Girl, we can't afford this." That's what they I almost did Barbizon. They would make you they feel made so me walk good. In everything. They would make you feel so good. You'd be at the mall, and they would be like, "Have you ever thought about being a model?" Yeah. Like, <laughs> They were like, oh, we love your walk. We love your look. It doesn't matter that you're and so you're short. Like, it's okay. Yeah. They're like, really? Yes. It's the best feeling. Like that, Those so were funny. in like the America's Next Top Model days. Like and you wanted yeah. to be discovered. Oh, my God. America's yeah. Next Top Model. Yes. I actually sent in a video to America's <gasps> Next Top Model. Stop. I did. When I was in college and Asia recorded that video and she helped me edit <gasps> really? it and sent it in. Aww. Yes. Kayla, yes. imagine if you had gotten. Honestly, I'm kind of happy you didn't go on that toxic show. Me though. too. Yeah, girl, yeah. that would have been it was traumatic. Bad. It was when it we was watched bad. the clips. Now, yeah, we're yeah. like, oh, it's oh definitely God, cringy now. That's an issue. Then it's so mm-hmm. cringy now. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. at the time, it wasn't. So you know, it, it wasn't. wasn't. Um, same Look with pageants. Honestly, did. same with pageants. Mm-hmm. Pageants used to be so big, and now they're kind yeah. of cringe. And like, I could admit yeah. that. Um, but anyway, so. That was the thing. I I went, I competed, I ended up winning. I moved to New York the next day. And, um, you know, the whole, the whole time my mom was telling me uh, up until the pageant, the pageant was in the Bahamas. And Mm -hmm. I remember specifically, um, in the airport on the way to the Bahamas, 
you know, I was feeling myself. I'm 17. I got my little sash on in the airport. Yeah. Everybody wants to take my my picture. And, you know, I was like, "Mm, this is so cute. And like, (laughs) I guess my mom had realized that I was getting a little too full of myself. You're a little big, big headed. Yeah, exactly. So she pulled me to the side and she goes, let me just get something straight with you. Okay. And Not whenever check, it's like whenever my mom says that, just fucking forget it, okay? Because <laughs> not only is she an Aries, she's Jamaican, so she does not fuck around. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh! She said, "Let me just get one thing straight with you. We're not going to the Bahamas, so you can get a fucking tan. So you come home with the crown, or you don't come home at all." Come on, mom. Come on, mom. We see we have a goal, and guess what? Because at that point, we had spent so much money. So much time, like she and I literally would be in the car every single day almost, traveling the entire state of Maryland, which is big as hell, going to all these appearances and events and like building up, you know, my stamina for this kind of a life. And, you know, she's competitive. She was like, we gonna, this is us. Like, this is Yeah, she was like, this is cute and all, but this is not what we came here for. Exactly. And some people, like, I remember I told somebody that story. They were like, that's really intense. Like, that, no, I need that. I need that, okay? Look, and I'm over here like, yes, mom. (laughs) Like, I need that She did that. (laughs) Yeah, so, and it worked, so. Yeah, I was about to say, look where it got you. Exactly. (laughs) So, I win, I moved to New York, and, you know, Throughout that time, I had still been thinking, I want to be a dermatologist. I'm going to be a doctor. This is what I'm going to do. This is my goal. I had actually, um, you get a prize package of a scholarship to the New York Film Academy. So I started acting classes. But the whole time I was in those classes, I was just thinking, I need to be taking my prerequisites so I can become a doctor. Mm -hmm. This is going to take me like 12 years to be able to get through all the schooling. And then start mm-hmm. my practice. I need to start right now. So I ended up mm-hmm. doing half of the year at the um, film academy and then doing the second half of the year at a local college and taking my classes. It was exhausting. It was grueling. It, it was a lot. Yeah. It was a lot. But it sounds like a lot of pushing and pulling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A lot of tugging on you. Yeah. It was a lot because I would like go, you know, volunteer all day at a women's shelter and then, you know, have five seconds in the afternoon to, you know, sign this. autographs and be signing 300 autographs. And then I would go into the bathroom of the Miss Universe organization and put my makeup on and go to a gala. Oh and gosh. then from the gala, I remember you telling me all this, yes. how, how there's like a role that you have to play. Yes. It's not just winning and that's it. Like there's a full role. You are a public figure for oh my the year. And every 30 minutes of your life is planned for you. If you're going to, wow. if you're going to take a shower, if you're going to take a shit if you're gonna go and like get a croissant it's gonna be on your schedule (laughs) (laughs) yeah and you know cammy like as you're saying this though the thing that just stuck out in my mind is like you've almost been like prepped for the lifestyle Mm -hmm. that you have right now with the career Mm -hmm. that you have yes 1000 percent. it taught me Mm -hmm. how to be a businesswoman and like how to Mm -hmm. represent for a brand that's bigger than myself. Like, you know, yeah. you don't think about that when you're 17. You're not thinking about yeah. how will I represent myself? That's why you have so many teenagers on the internet just saying whatever and doing whatever, being confused why they're not getting hired <laughs> for jobs because yeah. even adults, exactly, even adults. <laughs> exactly. Grown people. So you learn a certain level of responsibility. Um, and, you know, having a public facing 
presence, you have to know how to handle yourself. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I would do all that shit, go to a gala at night, then take the train to Westchester, New York in like the middle of the night and study for my exams and then go the next day to school and then take the train back and then do it all over again. So it was, it was a lot, but, um, through all of that and through all those appearances, I got a lot of experience being in front of the camera. Mm -hmm. And that was when I realized like, Oh, this is something that like when the camera's on me and I have something to say, I love that feeling but I, knew, yeah. I didn't think that there was, like, a job to be made out of that, even though yeah. I saw Juliana Rancic on E! I saw Lisa Ling. I saw Oprah. I saw all these people. I saw Tyra on, yeah. you know, Tyra show. Like, I see these people, but I'm not thinking that those are attainable jobs because they're not mm-hmm. jobs that you see advertised. Like subsects of, like, yeah. And then like, how does anyone end up in that? Right. And then it's like, how how likely is it that you end up being that person that can break into that field? Because we see so many people that end up in those hosting positions mm-hmm. that have previously been able to, you know, have some other type of... <laughs> Marcus. <laughs> Be at home. This is work from Anyways. home. Right. But they have some other type of means that has that has gotten them to that place. Like mm-hmm. Ellen DeGeneres, like she was previously mm-hmm. a comedian and then she was able to have the Ellen show. So right. it almost feels like how likely is it that I would be the person mm-hmm. to land in a hosting position? Yes. But with my mother and the way that she set up, it was going to happen because yeah. my mother is a praying woman and she's like, you're that. going to be as big as... Oprah. And so Mm -hmm. I had that in my mind when I finally decided to drop, you know, the doctor thing. I was like, actually, this is not for me. I was not succeeding in the sciences when I got to school. Mm -hmm. I just wasn't, I just had lost my passion for it after I had given up my title um, as Miss Teen USA because like you pass it down to the next person and then started Mm -hmm. school. It just wasn't for me anymore. I had I had different passions. You outgrow it. I outgrew it. And so I had to come to terms with that. And that was heartbreaking and like thought I was going to lose my shit when Mm -hmm. I told my parents that I wasn't going to be a doctor anymore. Yeah. How did they take that? Were they just like, okay? Or were they like, "Uh, are you sure? I remember going to the first day of second semester bio. It was like a 9 a.m. class. So I was already annoyed. And I'm in this huge (laughs) lecture hall. I was at the University of Alabama my freshman year of college, fun fact, Um, Mm. because I got into the pre-med program there and I want to be a doctor. So pre-med, I'm going to Alabama. Makes sense. Yeah. So I'm in class and the instructor, the professor is at the front. It's this huge lecture hall. I don't even know. It felt like a thousand people were in there. And, um, the professors at the front and they were like, uh, something like 80% of you in this room will never be doctors. I hate when they say that. And like, that's yeah. crushing. Yeah. But then, but then they were like, now let's start the lesson. And I being the literal person that I am, I said, you are so right. And I got my shit and I left. I left. Right. Right then. Right, right then. then. I did not wait. I did not wait. I love that. I left. And I I, okay. That's a Scorpio thing mm-hmm. to do. Be I like, said, actually, you're right. Say and less. I'm out of here. Goodbye. <laughs> say <laughs> less. I'm done. So I go to the parking lot and I go by my car. I think I probably cried the whole way. And then mm. I get to my car. I wasn't even in my car. I was outside of my car. And I called my mom and I told her, I was like, 
I'm just bawling. And she's like, what's wrong? Cameron, talk to me. And I just said, I don't want to be a doctor anymore. Wow. And she was like, I said, I don't want to be a doctor anymore. I think I'm going to sign up for communications classes. I, I want to be a TV host. And she was like, girl, of course. Like, that's what you should have always been doing. Like, oh, you we love mom. Yeah, she, of course, because that's, she's on board for whatever you want to do. So I love yeah. that. she was like, this is going to be the best thing that you could do in your life. Like, I'm so Aww. proud of you. I called my dad and my dad was like, communications. What's that? <laughs> What, that is what a are you gonna do with that? <laughs> you're not gonna make any bad. money. You're gonna be broke. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So what? You're gonna communicate. You're gonna communicate. And I'm like, yes, because if you think about it, every single business, everybody has a communications department. Like you, everybody, they know that. But you know that generation, they're not non-traditional jobs. And especially mm-hmm. in a black household, what? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you might as well just tell me that you want to live on this uh, underneath the underpass. Like, you're yeah, not pretty much. You don't have literally. a job. You don't have a career. You don't have aspirations. Even me telling my parents that I want to be a psychologist, they were oh, like, no. "You're gonna need to get a psychology degree." Yeah. They're like, "You're not gonna make money with that." And I'm like, "Guys, I just want to help the world." They're like, "Yeah, but you're gonna be broke." <laughs> exactly. They're like, "That's amazing, sweetie. You're gonna be poor." And we're not going to help you. So, you know, it's it's just a thing. It's just a thing. And if you know, you know. And, like, we just kind mm-hmm. of allow them to. I, I heard what he had to say. And I assured mm-hmm. him that I was going to be just fine. And I was going to make it. So I, I ended up moving back to New York. And I just started working. I started just pitching myself for anything. Um, I got a TV mm-hmm. hosting coach, Ms. Barbara. Shout out to you. She's the best. Shout out to Ms. Barbara. Ms. Barbara. She changed my <laughs> life. She truly changed my life. She's my TV fairy godmother, as I say. Oh, um, I love that. Just yeah. like you're our podcast fairy Yes. <laughs> Period. Twinkle, twinkle. And <laughs> Not twinkle, twinkle. <laughs> <laughs> she, she really gave me the game and like taught me everything and, you know, helped me figure out who I really was behind mm. the mask that I had to put on for the pageant world. Cause that's a mm. completely different person. She helped me, you know, really identify my point of view. And she's really the reason why I have the, I don't give a fuck attitude that you see today because I love that. We yeah. absolutely love that. She yes. gave your purpose, some confidence and direction. Exactly. Yes. Cause it was always there. I just yeah. had been engulfed in a world that did not appreciate that. It was always mm-hmm. pageantry is very, um, you, yeah. Mm-hmm. One, yes. You have to see both sides of everything. It's very, it's a very mm-hmm. Libra world. Um, in mm-hmm. pageantry, it's like 50 50 like if you have a strong opinion about something if it's something that is polarizing do not share Mm -hmm. it like you see both sides of every issue and i had to get to a point where i was like fuck that like i see both sides i could see maybe how you could have that opinion on your side (laughs) but on this side this is what i believe (laughs) and like that's okay and that's valid so um yeah, I just started pitching myself, some things stuck. And then eventually, you know, I was in New York for eight years and I had been hosting uh, some beauty and la- lifestyle and fashion segments on uh, local news stations in the tri state. And, mm-hmm. but I felt like I had kind of hit my wall as far as how successful I could be in New York for what I really wanted to do, which at yeah. the time was I wanted to be on E News. Like that's what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And E! News at the time was only in L.A. 
And so I was like, okay, I, I'm not succeeding. And I, at that Mm -hmm. time at 25, I was ready to give up because I was like, I'm not Oprah yet. And my mom said that I was going to be Oprah. (laughs) Hello. You're like, (laughs) I'm waiting to get here and it's not happening. So something, something has to happen. I was like, either it's me or it's y'all. So I started looking up, I started looking up like nine to five jobs. And I was like, you know, maybe I'll get a job at a magazine. Like, this is crazy. I can't believe that I'm even thinking that this is for me, like I started a child, I was drinking a bottle of wine a night on the couch, crying, looking up jobs. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. And I had actually found That's a tough season to be in. It, man, it man. was, it was, I was so lost and I was having my quarter century life crisis, but I ended that's up, the thing. yes, I ended up finding my <laughs> that, best friend, a job at a magazine. And now she's, oh, okay. yeah, she works for Vogue and she is, okay. she literally is the director of special events and plans the Met. Okay. So, because I found amazing child. I, so it worked listen, out for somebody. It worked in out. Area. Yes, <laughs> it worked out. It definitely worked out. But I was like finding these amazing jobs for other people. Where I'm like, you would be so good at this, but nothing was hitting for me. And so I yeah. said, you know what? I kept getting this feeling and this draw to move to New York. I mean, to to mm-hmm. LA. To LA. So I wanted to, I, I just felt like I needed to be in LA. I didn't actually want to move to LA, but I felt like this pull to go there. Mm. And I ended up making the decision. I was just like, fuck it. Like I, I can do anything for a year. I will do it for a year. If it doesn't work yeah. out, I'll move back. And the week that I had planned my move, I got an email from someone at casting at Catfish asking me if I wanted to come on and co-host. Within the week. Within the week. Literally, Man. they Talk hit me Talk about up. alignment yes. and divine intervention. It's yes. just like. <laughs> it was insane. The, the email, they had sent me like an introductory email. And then finally they were like, okay, you're going to be. You're going to be flying out on Wednesday to Iowa City to film the episode. Here's all your flight information. That was on a Wednesday. My mom and like my whole family were helping me pack up my New York City apartment literally that like Tuesday. And they were like, you're going to leave. You're going to leave on Wednesday. And so I remember crying and going to my mom and being like, I don't know if I can do this. Like everything's happening so fast. And my mom was like, go to Iowa. We will stay here. We will pack your shit. It's going to be great. Like, this How old were you at that time? 25. Wow. Yeah. And she was just like, this go, is... we'll, we'll, we've got this. Like, this is. So, was that when you. you went for that filming for Catfish? Was that during the time span when they were testing people out? Yes. Trying to see who would stick? Yes. So, this was a okay. guest opportunity episode. And, like, I didn't realize that they were actually auditioning people to become the main co host. Cause I remember when the news came out that Max wasn't coming back, I was like, who the fuck are they gonna get to replace Max? <laughs> because right? I've been a fan of the show since the documentary came out. Like, I remember yes. watching it, you know, and watching the show in college. And like, I, I was very, a very much an original Catfish fan. Yeah. And, you know, so on that Wednesday, I flew out and we shot. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I flew back from Iowa. And on Monday, my movers came and it just felt like it was meant to be. And, you know, it was, I was was still, I was still (laughs) heartbroken. I was still terrified because I'm moving across the country away from my family. Mm, That's a lot of transition. It was a lot of transition. And also Mm. I didn't necessarily have a plan. Like, yeah. and I'm a planner, Virgo rising. Yeah. I need to know mm-hmm. what the fuck is going on. Okay. I yeah. plan, Tell I, I decide what I'm going to eat before I go to the restaurant. Like I need to yeah. know. 
And so, I'm sure at that point you you had you were so used to it because your life was so heavily. Yes. 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 That's a good point, Ayana. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hadn't thought about it, but yes, I, I, I had all, I had always had a plan, and this was the first mm-hmm. time I felt like I was doing something that was just like on a whim, almost. Even though it mm-hmm. wasn't, it just felt very um, unsettling to to do because you don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> like, and okay. you know, Scorpio, I have a control issue. Like, I need to be in control. <laughs> I need to know what the fuck we're that part. Like, <laughs> I am not ride or die. I want to know. Yeah. <laughs> Where we're going. What's about to happen? What time are we coming back? <laughs> who all going to be there? Like, I need to know. <laughs> heavy on who all going to be there. I need mm-hmm. to know. Is there going to be food? Like, you know, is well, it air conditioning? Is it- yeah. <laughs> yeah. All, all of that. So I did it. I went. And within the first, I don't know if it was a month or three months, it was a short amount of time. By the time I had moved there, I had had my first audition with E. I had booked a show with E that didn't end up happening, but like I had did, I did, I did what I wanted to do. And yeah. I started guesting on daily pop on E and I was still doing the guest opportunities on catfish. And so it wow. was like, I had all these things coming to me that it just felt like once I finally let go, everything was coming. Mm. And I did about six episodes as a guest on catfish. And then they asked me to come on full time and The rest was history. And that was in 2018, 2019 was when I became permanent. And then um, as of last year, I'm now co-host of Catfish, host of X on the Beach, and host of Are You the One on Paramount Plus. And then, of course, I have my podcast, Relationship, it's Relationship Advice Podcast, and then Brand Deals and all kinds of shit. Come on. That's a full hand right there, (laughs) Hello. I've got... (laughs) Don't snap on us. Okay. Don't snap on us. (laughs) In every color, all right? But it's like, this was a journey that took me... I mean, it was seven years up until I booked Catfish, and then Mm -hmm. that was when I was 25, and so, shit, was seven plus five. <laughs> Look, don't Seven, ask me. We do not do math here. <laughs> Twelve years. Well, no, I mean now, now it's it's a little different because I've been here for five years. But yeah, last year was when I I got the overall deal with Viacom and Paramount Studios, and then the two wow. other shows. So it's it takes time, and people see yeah. your work, and they're like, "Oh my god!" Like everything's happened for you so fast. How do you handle? Yeah, child, I've been groomed this for is this. Work. This is yeah. the work. Literally, yeah. literally, yeah. I just and I, love, though, how everything just aligned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's been a beautiful growth story for you. Yeah. Alignment yeah. is important. And trusting yeah. God, the universe, whatever you believe in, mm. to guide your path and never steer you wrong. Like, I learned mm. to stop questioning God or doubting his mm. timing a long time ago. Because... Yeah. Like, I'm there. I'm yes. There now. <laughs> if I would have gotten the opportunities then that I got, mm. when I got them, I would have fumbled the bag completely, mm-hmm. completely. Yeah. I would not have been ready. Yeah. That's it's so crazy, crazy when you look in retrospect and you see like, okay, now I see yes. how that all makes sense yes. and how everything aligned the way it did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and I think that's the part that's really difficult for people to fully process and understand because... To everyone who was introduced to you during the time that you came on to Catfish, they're like, oh, like, she just got this yeah. opportunity with Catfish exactly. and now she's a host. And it's like, yes. no, there was so much prep that went on mm-hmm. behind the scenes mm-hmm. that you all know nothing about. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That definitely happened when I first got on there. They were like, who's this bitch? Like, she just, <laughs> even Neve, like, admittedly, it was like, when I first came on, he was like, okay, so we've got like a beauty queen coming on. Like, who is she? Oh like, my how does gosh. she, how does she fit into this show? And like, <laughs> 
what it, what is she about to do? And then quick, very quickly, I could see, I could see the, the doubt in his eyes when we first met because we started yeah. filming the moment that we first met. So when people see oh that first, gosh. yeah, when people see that first episode of me coming on, that was our first time meeting each other. Oh, wow. Yeah. And that was my first time really feeling like it was real because like, I was I'm about so. to go back and watch it. That's what <laughs> yes. I was thinking. I was like, now I want to go watch it and see what you all's interactions were like then versus what they are now. It's totally, yeah. it's totally different now. But that first, I could, you know, Scorpios, like we just, mm. I can peer into your soul and I know what the mm-hmm. fuck is up. And I remember telling myself, like, I'm going to show him. I'm going to show him. Yeah. Exactly. And, you did. and I did. And, that first day we filmed together, that night, I knew that I had gotten him because he was like, do you want to go get sushi? And I was ah! like, yeah, let's go get yeah. sushi. Like we got to know each other a little bit more. And like, I could tell that he's not the type of person that would do that if he didn't fuck with me and if he didn't like, yeah. catch my vibe. And so, mm-hmm. you know, for it to only take six episodes before he, cause like ultimately, of course it's a network decision, but it's his show and like he yeah. has to do this with somebody and we've been doing this for a long time. So mm-hmm. you have to be with somebody that he, like we are in a working relationship. You guys it's know a wor- it's a partnership. It's yeah. a partnership. Yeah. Like we have yeah. to be together for eight hours a day when we're shooting yeah. these episodes, we have to be you together have to for like each other. long car rides. <laughs> have to like each other, have yes. good chemistry. Yes, <laughs> exactly. And so, the reason why people see us the way that they do on camera is because that is, this is how we are. So it's, you know, it had to be the right fit. And so, you know, when he called me um, and he asked me if I wanted to be his co-host, I was like, I'm already am. So this is, (laughs) this is weird. (laughs) (laughs) Funny that you're calling me. I already knew I had it. This is strange. (laughs) I'm pretty sure I was like that. You were channeling your mom energy there. You're like, yeah, "Yeah." that's what I was going to bring up because something that I think that you have that a lot of people seek and strive to attain over their lifetime is just finding that sense of confidence in themselves. Mm -hmm. And I think that your mom has obviously been a big help in instilling that in you by being so supportive and encouraging. Like, look, if we're going to do it, we're going to do it 100% and yes. helping you achieve. But how have you maintained that over the years now that you're in your career and it can be kind of like a whirlwind of, oh my gosh, I'm in this space where now people might not know who I am. And now a lot of people know who I am. Mm-hmm. How have you remained confident in yourself to be like, I'm Cammy. I'm that girl. And welcome. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Look, look, teach me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> teach me. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm in a phase right now and are a transitional phase, I should say right now. And I'll get to that. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, when I first, when I was growing up, I was not confident. Like I was bullied a lot in, in middle school and elementary school, like steadily, heavily jumped the whole night. Like it was, it was bad. Mm, and yeah. yeah, it was, I mean, I feel like so many people get bullied, but I really, it was yeah. really, really bad. And I really did not love myself because I didn't know that I could. And mm. I had so many people who were so mean to me on a regular basis mm. that I just didn't have an opinion of, of myself. That, that was my yeah. own. I had their opinions of me that I took on as my own. You take it on as your own inner voice. Yes. Yeah. And when you're a child, like kids are so fucking mean. They're and just like, they're cruel. So mean. How they're are cruel. you supposed to know who you are in the third grade? You know, like yeah. you, you don't, yeah. you don't have an idea. You, you're, you're 
forming your opinion on yourself based on what you see out in the world in, you know, now we got social media, but like at the time it was magazines and TV and like, that's how you're deciding whether or not you're beautiful. And then you have people at school who are bullying you, or maybe you have your your parents who are, you know, hard on you Mm -hmm. or bullying you. Like people don't think about those things sometimes, Mm -hmm. but, um, yeah, I was bullied a lot. And then when I went to high school, I finally was like, fuck it. Like I, I'm the decider of my own destiny. I'm going to decide yeah. how I feel about myself from day to day. If I decide tomorrow that I'm going to wake up and be a bad bitch, that's what I'm deciding. Regardless of Come what on, anyone bitch. says, I don't care how you look, how you dress, whatever. If you wake up and you just decide, like I just decided. Yeah. And you channeled that teenage angst. And yes, yes. I was like, this is who I am now. And it's a rebrand yeah. and get on board. <laughs> Like, you know, (laughs) yeah, get with it or get lost. I'm here. Get with it or get lost. Like, I I just really felt that. And, you know, like, I know that, you know, people have mental health struggles. I was struggling with depression definitely when I was Mm. that age or before high school. And, you know, I was was so just, like, lost and hurt and confused and struggling with so many things on top of being bullied. Do not miss that. Yeah. Do not miss that. Like, daddy issues. There was so much shit. Do not miss that. Yeah. There was so much. Hormones on top of it. Everything felt like the end of the world. Like, (laughs) like, oh, my God. So much going down. You're growing boobs out of your chest, and like, next thing you know, <laughs> Look, the next or not, or not, <laughs> or, not. <laughs> or not, like, I remember, and that's a whole nother problem when you're not, and you're that's like, that's a whole <laughs> nother problem. I remember when everybody in my grade was getting their period, and I would, I hadn't gotten mine yet, so I would literally stand in my bathroom with my pants down, looking at the floor, like, oh. is it gonna happen now? <laughs> like, like, am I gonna I be it? a woman? <laughs> Can I get it now? And like, everybody else is having a passage. It was a right passage, passage, and I wanted it so bad i don't know why right i did too though i did too I, and then when it happened i freaked out for a second I was like, ah, ah, yes. what is it yes. you're like what the fuck it's, it's definitely a, it's something that we we all i i can think for a small second desire because you're like oh i'm a woman now. yes I'm yeah a woman. you're like i'm grown i'm grown now like it changes your Look, life you can have that period back <laughs> yeah you can have right, it back. take it you can have it right take back it. as soon as take i'm it. done having kids god willing take this uterus right on out yes go i don't need her for shit okay she (laughs) not served me well so far um but you know you have all those things going on on top of being bullied it was a lot so i just i had just made the decision that this is how i'm going to live my life this is how i'm going to feel about myself i'm going to dictate how i feel about myself nobody's going to tell me shit period hello and that's just that was just how i decided to live and it stuck (laughs) but now i'm in a place where I was literally talking to my therapist about this yesterday. I'm in a place where, yes, yes. And Ayana, <laughs> I feel like you could maybe give me advice on this. But this, I am now at a place where I'm in a different phase of my life than I was before. Before, I used to love doing things alone. I loved going mm-hmm. places by myself. I loved going to the mm-hmm. mall by myself. I loved going to Target by myself. And now I'm in a place where I am 80% more recognizable than I was before. Yeah. And so I I where I used to love 
doing things alone, now doing anything alone gives me anxiety, anxiety. and stress. Anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> Tremendous anxiety for me because I'm already a very I'm private like, you're person. Even, you're even bigger than I am. So Girl, I can't even imagine. everybody I watch can't Love even is Wine. Okay. So, and everybody. Ayana wanna... recognize me with my hair though. Really? Ayana has a distorted yeah. self-concept of who she really is. And we constantly have to remind her like. You I understand. One of the most popular shows on I do forget. Netflix. I, forget. I mean, yeah. I forget, but then when we go in public spaces and people react the way they do, I'm like, well, I get it. Yes. Like, then I'll be shocked. I'm like, oh, okay. Yes. But I can relate because I feel the exact same way. And mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. I was tell- talking to my therapist and I was like, I think I'm delusional. And she she was yeah. like, yeah. And like, your therapist yeah. does not tell you that you're delusional. But yeah. my therapist, that's my girl, Kelly, shout out to you. She like, she, she's been with me since before this super big incline. Oh, okay. Oh. So she's seen me kind of through the process and Mm -hmm. you know I started working with her during the pandemic when we were filming all of those virtual episodes of Catfish that are now on Hulu and then all of the other episodes so people were binging the show Mm. during the pandemic so when we got out of the pandemic whereas before the pandemic I was you know I would get recognized here and there once the pandemic ended I'm getting recognized with my mask on. I'm recognized with sunglasses on. I'm Wait, recognized with your mask on too. Yes, girl. Somebody pulled over their car are. when I was walking with my mask Cammie, on. Stop. To go pick up when they do that because it freaks you out. To go it's pick like, up a food order. He said, "I can recognize you with your mask on. My wife and I love catfish. Can I take a picture?" Oh uh, no. And uh. I am such a person of like, even though, you know, I had this whole, I'm a bad bitch conversation. I am still a very <laughs> humble person. And I, yeah. I have immense gratitude for everything that I've been blessed with. Same. But what yeah. I'm realizing is I can say, I have so much gratitude for everything I've been blessed with. And mm. I'm still not adjusted to this life that yeah. I guess I signed up. Exist. Two truths can exist. Mm-hmm. I'm still not fully adjusted to this life. It is mm-hmm. very daunting for but me. It's not normal. It's not a it's normal not. experience. Mm-hmm. And that's why I say all the time, like, I'm living a very human experience, very abnormally. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yes. like technically, I'm in my career. Technically, now I'm in my career and stuff. But like, it it comes with all this stuff, mm-hmm. like people stopping you and people people recognizing you and yes. people being in your business. Yes. It's just like, <gasps> and you have people what? who see that. And, you know, I've, I've never wanted to be like, oh, what was me? I'm so popular. Everybody yeah. wants to take yeah. a picture with me. That's so sad. Yeah. Like, fuck yeah. you. Like, nobody wants yeah. to fucking, nobody wants, wants to, to hear that. that. I don't want to hear you complain nobody about that. Nobody wants to hear that. And like, people are very much like, that's what you asked for. And it literally is. It is. It's something that it comes is. with the territory. But with any mm-hmm. job, with any job, what I'm realizing, and it's mm-hmm. a transition, but with any job comes things that you don't want to do. Yeah. yeah. Even somebody who works in the Department of Sanitation don't yeah. want to clean out shit all the time. Yeah. Like you may yeah. be cool with the trash, but when it comes to the shit, don't nobody want to pick up no shit. Like, you yeah. know, yeah. so like there's always something. If you if you're a yeah. baker, like you may love nobody baking cakes. Dishes. You don't want to <laughs> clean dishes. You don't want to get burned. At like all. these are things that come yeah. with every job that are not necessarily the most uh amazing parts of the job and while it is amazing to have such an incredible fan base i love it's a blessing i'm on a show that we can produce we they after i joined we signed a hundred episodes like it's unheard of that's so amazing it's crazy like and And after all these years it's still such a 
a major show. It's yes. like a movement. Yes. I still watch Catfish to this day. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'll ask my friends like, oh, like Catfish. And they're like, you still watch Catfish? I'm yes. Like, yes, you don't? Yes. Like, yes. I'm confused. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Everybody's on? like, how is this still on? And thankfully it is like job security. Right. Hello. So like, I'm very grateful. But at the same time, mm. I am trying to adjust to the feeling of being watched by people. Like I, one thing I love is when people actually come up to me and say hi, because I know when you know that it's me. Yeah. So instead of you walking around me like a shark around a minnow, I need you to just- Because you know that you can recognize when they know who you are. I know. Because they just look. I've been out with Diana so many times and they're just like- staring yes. and I'm like ew that's weird or they're like quickly like or you can see them whispering you're like yeah oh my god. or I, I've become <laughs> yeah. so hyper aware to like yes. hearing like oh my god that's or the there's like <gasps> a hyper vigilance yes when they when they mm-hmm. make that sound and like I almost rather them come up to me just come up just to me come and up just to like me. say hi just come ask up for me. the picture sometimes I'll see them like you want a picture yes <laughs> yeah. yes please yes. and I go okay yes it's fine we can take a picture because it yeah. takes so away the level of paranoia and uncertainty yeah. for me of like, are they staring at me because I have something on yes. my face or are yes. they staring at me because they love the show that I'm on? I need to yes. know. Tell me. Right. Yes. So. Oh my God. Yes. It's so funny though, because my therapist was like, do you have somebody else that's like in your similar industry that had a similar experience that you can talk to? And I was like, half the people in LA are fucking happy to be recognized. They can't wait to right. be recognized. Yes. They don't get it. And then there's us. And then there's us. And then there's <laughs> us. And it's like, it's, it can be scary sometimes. And the good thing about being on a show like ours is people are pleasant. Like they're excited Mm -hmm. to see you. You're not going to come across people who are like, fuck you, Ayana, you bitch. They're they're pretty kind. They're pretty kind. I did have somebody come up to me. I was so disappointed in you when you said yes. And I was like, oh. That's when you shock mm. the shock. Like what? I didn't even know what to say. I was like, oh, okay, I'm sorry, I disappointed you. <laughs> and I'm like, what about my business? First of all, write it down I, in your diary, sis. Why are you telling me that? Right. Why are you telling me that? Put and what is supposed chat. to be the response? You want me to say, oh, I'm so sorry? Yeah. I don't know. Like, you. I was confused. I'm I was sorry like, I disappointed oh, okay. you, person that I don't know. Fuck off. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. But for the most part, people are pretty kind. Yes. They're kind. Yes. Yeah. They are. Kind, but it does make you hyper vigilant. Mm-hmm. It definitely does. Even just me going to the grocery store. <laughs> like Girl, it makes me very hyper vigilant. It happens. How do you all feel like time. you deal with it, Ayana? If you could wrap it, sum it up to help Cam. Yeah, help to- me. <laughs> Headphones. I'm not even gonna lie, these headphones. Headphones. These headphones. And you know what? Yes. But coming from living in New York for eight years, I learned that having the headphones can sometimes be the reason why something bad happens to you safety-wise, because if you're not listening to what's going around you and you got Mm -hmm. these noise cancellation headphones on. You may not know when a car is coming oh, towards you. Oh no! I keep or... these things on um, on transparent mode. So oh. most of the time, I don't have music playing. I don't have anything playing. They're just on transparent. They're just on. Yeah, it's just like a symbol. Like, eh, don't talk to me right now. Yes, <laughs> yeah. not right now. Even though st- people still, I've had someone like reach out to me and like touch my arm and go, mm-hmm, oh. mm-hmm. and they go, "Hi, you're mm-hmm. Ayana." I'm like, "Yes," and I have to like take them off. <laughs> what? What you say? <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> for the nothing's most part, playing. Like, I don't have anything playing. It's just like a symbol. Mm-hmm. It's like a. 
it's like mm-hmm. a sensory thing at this point. Yeah. Like, but I will say these headphones. Um, also, I just, I just, I, it, I'm, I, I can't take away the hyper vigilance. I am just like constantly looking around, like just making sure, mm-hmm. like nothing's happening or like people aren't looking at me. And if they are, then I'm like, I'm looking and I'm making sure they're they're actually staring at me. I go hi, and they mm-hmm. go hi, yeah. and then I just like, yeah, it's like let's just get this over with. Let's get it I just over need with. you to just let's. I need you to talk to me. Just talk to me. Don't stare. Yeah. Or re- secretly record me. I hate when they Ooh, secretly record. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's such a violation. Yeah, it is. It is, and. Uh, you know, you just hope that people are respectful. For the most yeah. part, people are very For respectful. The most part they are. Yeah. Yeah. But it's still something I'm I'm having to get adjusted to. My first step mm-hmm. though is I'm basically right now from my therapist and from um <laughs> this is gonna sound very LA, but like my psychic human design expert who <laughs> comes on my That's podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, okay, I had to text her because she is such a gift. Literally, her name's AC Brown. If you don't know her, you gotta follow okay, her. She is incredible. Yeah. And she basically told me like I'm in the stages of grief right now. I have to mourn the loss Mm, of the person that I used to be. Yeah. And she asked me, I'll I'll tell you what she told me to do. If you need any help, I honestly like help me. She (laughs) said, she's like, please. She told me that I need to write a letter to my former self, thanking her Mm. for getting me this far because right now she's struggling with trying Mm. to keep me safe and still Mm. trying to make it. And we've already made it. So now I need to thank her. I like that. And and thank her. Let That's her know that like I've yeah. got you. I'm still gonna yeah. keep us safe. We're gonna be okay, yeah. and you know move move forward. But it's a move it's forward. a process, and I still have not write, wrote my letter because I'm yeah. like it's such a great tech. It's such a great technique to use, especially in transition transitional spaces. Um, I did that when the pandemic was going mm. on, and I was trying to release. Just like things, I think actually I wrote the letter to my to my old self when it had to do with relationships because that was when mm. I just came into my relationship with Marcus and I was trying to mm. shed all of the past experiences that I had that were so negative that were preventing me from being extremely open. Mm. And I think that it's just, it's a great technique to use. I actually tell my students to do that whenever they're in transition. I'm like, I want you to write a letter to yourself or I also want you to write out pros and cons of what are the things that are great about this? What are the things that are bad? And then we can find ways to cope with the things that you're dealing with, you know? Mm. So Mm. writing that letter is such a great release. It really does just remove a lot of that angst and just all those negative emotions that you're just harboring. Like right now they're just harboring inside of you. And so, and people just don't. They're festering. They are. It's really crazy. Mm. I think people don't really understand. And I will say that me and Ayana becoming close really helped it like click inside of my head. I just would never do anything weird like that. Like Mm -hmm. what I see other people doing, I'm like, this is just weird. Mm -hmm. Like why are you being weird? Because you think you're, because we're, we we consider ourselves quote unquote normal people. But I will say that like, I, I, forget how invested people can be mm-hmm. and it's okay for people to be invested um okay the level of degree some people are is just like a little too much mm-hmm. like yeah you know, I decide to like message me crazy stuff but like for the most part like you kind of because we we wouldn't do that yeah yes. I, I mean i don't know though if i saw cammy in, in public and I, I i wouldn't stare but i'd be like hi hi cammy <laughs> 
<laughs> but see, my thing is, I wouldn't even speak. Like, yeah, I'm the same. I would just same. be like, I and then I would go home after like, guess who I saw today? Yes. And so it's just, it's so crazy to me when I see the way that people react. Because I'm like, even if I didn't get it and I didn't have this up close view of like what it looks like being close to somebody that's in the public light like this. I just could never imagine myself acting like this. Mm -hmm. Like, this is crazy. Mm -hmm. So I think people just have such a hard time humanizing you all, you know, because they watch you in their TV and they like, they live in my TV screen. It's like, no, this is a real person and they are going through real things. And this is just their job. Like, this is what they, they have done with their lives. And yes, it is very public, but that doesn't mean treat them less than Right. Or different than what you would treat other people. Right. Just, right. I think oh, my, my therapist was also saying, because I, you know, I've been lucky enough to build a career just based on being myself. And Ayana, yeah. your career and the reason why people know you mm-hmm. is for who you it's, really are. And yeah. because you're not playing a character, there's no mm-hmm. separation. So my therapist mm, was like, hard part. you have to create the separation in a certain kind of way. So my therapist was exactly, that, but my therapist was like, the Cammy or the the Cameron, because that's my legal name. She's like the Cameron that's with her family, that hangs out with her boyfriend, that loves her dog, that loves her family. That like that Cameron is not the Cammy that people know because they'll never yeah. be there with you in those moments. They are yeah, with no. you in the moments that they see you. And so yeah. in your mind, creating that sense of like, okay, this person is really excited to see me because they're excited to see, because when they're so excited, sometimes I'm like, it's just me. It's just Mm -hmm. me. But just me is who they know. You know, it's not, it's not who my family knows. It's not, it's not that version of me. So of course they're going to be excited. Of course they're going to be freaking out because that, that's, that's the you that they, that they know that they idolize, that they love. And like that I can appreciate too, without being like, without dumbing myself down almost to be like, yeah. but I'm just, yeah. I'm just this, like, yeah, I can be both and it's okay. I need to, yeah. I need to create that separation. Mm-hmm. I, I say all the time about how like, it's difficult for me to find like a work life balance because I am my brand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. I literally mm-hmm. am my, people are like, Oh, what do you focus on? Like, and I'm like, no, you don't get it. Like it is me. It's me. And yeah. I happen to like have these specific interests and I can do a brand deal here or there, but it could be anything because my brand is me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's so hard to like separate from like, you know, private me and like yeah. public me because, and, and I, and also like I, I, I pride myself and, and it's a hard, I took the hard path, but I say all the time, like I want, well, I want to try my best to be as authentic as possible. Mm-hmm. And that requires sometimes a lot of transparency mm-hmm. about like where I am and who I am. Mm-hmm. And that makes it even more difficult. And then having a podcast, like I'm constantly unveiling things about myself mm-hmm. to people. Yes. So they genuinely feel like they know me and they do to a degree. Yeah. But not all of me. Yeah. So it's so crazy because I just told Asia and Chartiste, they didn't know this. I think I told you, Ayana, but mm-hmm. I had only, I had my first experience of somebody recognizing me <gasps> out in public. Did you really? Where were you? I did. I was out at, um, it was like a, a club in Chicago. <gasps> and oh, no, it was in club. a girl. <laughs> the club of this all is, places. I know you're girl. <laughs> And you know I'm already scared to be there. So oh my God. I was there with my fiance. His brother was in town and he was DJing at this event. So I'm walking. I'm like, okay, I'm about to just go to the bathroom. So I'm with um I'm with Marcus's 
brother's girlfriend and we're walking to the bathroom and this girl literally grabs me and she's like you're kayla from fill in the blank Wait, she literally grabbed you like she kind of grabbed she my drunk? arm she's like oh my gosh yeah she's she's like drunk it's the dr- and it's, okay, the it wasn't me. I'm not gonna it wasn't rude though it wasn't yeah. rude how she did it but, but she just embraced shocked. me and she just like is hugging me and i was just like oh my gosh so this is my first time ever having this happen <laughs> so <laughs> i'm just like oh like this right. is endearing. Like, yeah, Kemi's like, right. buckle up for buckle the ride. Up. But she's like, I listen. I literally listened to you and Ayana faithfully. And uh-huh. I, I like, I was listening to you all on the way here. And I just love you guys and all of this stuff. And it's just like, it's so crazy. That concept of people feeling so connected to you yeah, and you don't know them, but yeah. it's just like, yeah. Oh my gosh, but I love you for supporting me. Like, thank you. This is yeah. like, you're part of the reason why we are still going because you listen faithfully and yes. you love us and you listen to our podcast. Like this is crazy. So, well, Kayla, I but I just, that. I thought I told you this. I don't look. I have a terrible memory. You might have. <laughs> look, I'm I shoot. I feel shocked all over again. <laughs> but it's just it, so I got literally a glimpse at what you all are talking about, mm. and I just can't can't even imagine on the magnitude because it's like I've been out in public with Ayana when they're just like being weird, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, they know you, but they don't know me. You want me to say something? Mm-hmm. Like I'll say something. Mm-hmm. And Kayla is very much so like that. Yeah, I will so because like it's like stop being weird, and I will tell them you're being weird <laughs> yeah. right now. Like yeah. you really need to stop because it's it's scary. Yes, like you're did scaring you, me. Yes, Kami, did we tell you about that incident? Me, Kayla, and at the time, me and Jared were still together. So me. Kayla, Jarrett, and Marcus, we went to a specific place and there was like Fremont. It's like a big brunch club spot in Chicago. Okay. And people were drinking. Like there were a lot of drunk people there. As soon as we walk in immediately, people are like, oh my God. And this was around the time the show had just come out. And this Mm -hmm. woman came up to me. She was touchy. She was like, oh my God, you touched me right here. Cammie, wait. She's touching on Jared. This is when we first came in though. So as soon as we walk up the stairs, the woman comes up to her and puts her hand out and touches Ayana on her chest. I'm like, not so I'm just looking bosom. back and forth and I'm looking at Ayana like and I was just smiling I was like it's okay and it's I'm okay, mortified she said my bosom my sister that is <laughs> there terrifying there was panic in my eyes Wait. But, then, but it got worse there it got yes. worse because there was this there was this woman with her friends and you can tell she was very drunk but I can see her in my peripheral and I see her go like this Oh, no, 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 no. And her friend grabs her. Her friend grabs her and she's literally reaching in slow motion out to Ayana. I'm like, uh-uh. I'm like, uh-uh. You want me to say something? She's like, no, it's okay. I said, it's not okay. I'm getting pissed for her. No, I'm still mad. I'm sorry, because we could rant about this, but I'm still mad. The black woman that touched in your hair. That was the final straw for me. In yeah, the she came hair? up to me and, and a black woman. She came out to touched me. Touched like, in her oh hair, my like God, your hair. And I was like, see, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not really with the physical touch. Like the people, touch for the most part, part people will be like, "Can I hug you?" And They'll that, ask, that, yes, I, I want to hug you. I sometimes yeah. I'll reach out and I'll be like, "Can I hug you?" You're like, "Yeah, hug me." But if you just come up to me and put your hands anywhere in my vicinity, please know no. that I do fight I'll and be, I will. But fight you know you. what? Here's the thing. <laughs> this is the the counselor and me listening to you all, to you all and what you're going through. I really feel like what you do really well, Cammy, that Ayana is starting to do sometimes. Mm-hmm. 
is setting boundaries because Mm -hmm. of the fact that now you have a community. Ayana, yours is shifting and it's really like changing into a solid group of people. So anybody that would mostly recognize you at this point Mm -hmm. are people that you would set boundaries with to let them know when you see me, this is how you treat me. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. I am human. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. when you see me in person, do not treat me like I'm a character in one of your TV shows. I'm a real ass bitch. I need you to approach me as such. Thank you very much. Hello. I'm getting used to it now. I think it it, it clicked for me when I was, we were out. <laughs> I'm about to reveal myself. A bit. <laughs> we were out and I was with a guy that I've been talking to and we were out in public Ooh. and immediately we were there. I know. <laughs> we were there before everybody else. And this is the first time he was meeting all of uh, them, my friends. And mm. I see this woman and it looks like she's recording me, but I couldn't tell, but it made me paranoid immediately mm. because, because then she kept shifting her eyes to me and I just saw her phone in my direction. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't tell if she was taking a selfie or not. But it, it, it and I was high. I was high as hell. <laughs> and I went to the bathroom, and she followed me in the bathroom. And when I came out, she had she was still there, like fake washing her hands or something. And and again, I'm high as hell, so I did not respond. But she goes like, "Oh my god, I loved your character on the show." And and my my high ass brain was like, "Character? Did she just say? Character. Did she just say what she said?" Character. And I go, "Uh huh." And I started slowly inching toward the door. I was like. Uh-huh, nice to meet you. And I just like left. And then as soon as I got to the table, I said to the guy that I I was with, I was like, I'm too high for this shit. Yeah. And I sat down. Yeah. But that's when it clicked for me, like how some people see me and and that I do need to create some form of boundaries mm-hmm. yes. or at least speak up when they say certain things like this. Oh, I'm not a character, you know, but now I'm, I'm more prepared after that interaction because I was just like huh I love your character this is not I, I am not character. Brandy playing Moesha bitch this is me this is real life <laughs> this is real life <laughs> that was my real life about? yeah what yeah but a Let's lot of see. people have difficulties with that concept so but Cammy, I thank you so much for sharing your story with us again um before we move on to the next segment, because I want to give you all to talk about the moment that you guys got to see each other at the live show. But um, how has this transition been for you? Last time we checked in, I know that it was a little more difficult with you now hosting four shows, Mm -hmm. which is quite a lot. So how have you been coping and dealing with the process of being the host of so many different well-known shows? I mean, it's, I think it's easier right now just because most of my focus is on catfish and my podcast because I yeah. haven't heard yet whether or not I'm we're getting greenlit for another season of Are You the One or X on the Beach yet. It takes some time for them to mm-hmm. put together the numbers and I think they're trying to figure out like logistics. And so right now I feel like I'm kind of in limbo. Like I, I haven't yeah. been able to make any summer plans or anything because yeah. I don't know mm-hmm. what the fuck is going to happen. So, yeah. you know, that part of it is a little frustrating just because like I, I'm trying to go to Europe. Like I'm trying to, you want to plan. I'm you trying to shake my ass. Now. You're like, yeah, I'm trying to shake my like, ass. Come on, yeah. in Europe. Oh, yeah. come so, on. And I, Take me with you. Yeah. So right now I'm just kind of like, okay, like what's happening. So, you know, yeah. that part of it is a little stressful, but, um, I think I'm getting better at figuring out the balance because mm. when I focus on the things that I can control, which is like making sure that I'm in the gym regularly because 
apparently that boosts my serotonin and makes me feel good, which... Look, tell me if it does or not. Tell me if I need to try it out. <laughs> it, it works. It does work. I hate it for me and it, my edges. Because it, it requires discipline. It requires <laughs> discipline and it requires sweating, which I hate, but it does yeah. make me feel good. So that plus therapy regularly. I have to have my therapy sessions every week, even if I'm on the road. Oh, like every week? Every week. I cannot put it off. Because sometimes, like, then shit just builds up and then I got to download yeah. her on everything that's happen and then that could take the whole session point yeah i literally. need to have a week-to-week yeah. conversation so yeah i need to move to bi-weekly because I'm, I'm basically updating her and at that point i would have already processed something yeah I'm like, oh, sorry i'm telling you this in retrospect or i would have yeah. already made the bad decision so like i yeah. need to talk to you about this now <laughs> especially me yeah. so yeah. i um i have that and then meditation music is something that i've been incorporating just to not have music with words because music sounds words they can drop memories and things like that that are very distracting from day to day and sometimes i just want my brain to be silent yeah so i'll listen to meditation sounds that you know i'll do my skincare to or i'll you know take showers to or drive to the gym to sometimes like just to be fucking quiet for a minute i'm sucking this up i'm sucking it up yeah i try to do that at least um five to 10 minutes every day. So that that. has been helpful. So like creating things. um, And now that I'm having my new crisis of being famous. um, (laughs) So they say, and like trying to acknowledge the level of celebrity that I have now, I'm realizing that I need something that I can control. That is a physical activity other than working out because those things, all those things that I mentioned feel more like maintenance and I need something that's more activity based. That's fun. Yeah, so, something like a hobby, like something exactly. that you can pick up. So yeah. my boyfriend cool. suggested um, like doing pottery classes together, which I I am dying. Like I can't wait. I want to yeah. do a pottery class so bad. Yes, yes. I feel like pottery that would just is be really so cool. nice. And like my yeah. therapist was like, "Well, you know, if there's a chance that you could be in a pottery class that's filled with people who may know you, like maybe go for like the older people hour, like when the seventy year olds are going." I'm like, "Yes," Literally. although they watch Catfish too. Um, that could be an option or, you know, private class. Like some, I just need to do something physical with mm-hmm. my hands. Yes. So I love that. that's, that's I like how it. I'm balancing right now. Yeah. I'm like trying it. to do, um, I haven't got a chance to start it yet, but I want to pick up like crocheting or knitting. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something I could do so then I could sit on the couch and watch TV and just like yeah. make little things. And yes. I think it's just, it's really good for our mental health to just have something, especially when you're creative, mm-hmm. something that you can do that's not attached to an obligation you know just something you could do for fun wait i want to show you guys i picked up textured art i made this did you she did yeah i did stop it because i've been seeing those like on tiktok and i i need some art for behind my couch and i've been like i want to just do it but it's so expensive to buy that shit from like it's not that well like if you're if you're buying a piece from an artist like that's oh, yeah. art. Make your own. I just make it. My own. And then you could paint Literally, it and it's just own. a whole therapeutic. Of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a whole like, therapeutic activity. That's what I need. Yes. Like, I made this. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Textured art. Yes. <laughs> Period. Okay. So now I really want us to head into Fill of the Week, which is the fact that Fill you guys week. were at the live reunion that we were all sitting at home mad about. But yeah. y'all were there. Yes. <laughs> so were you Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, so what was it like? 
Just share. I was about to ask, Kimmy, were you actually watching it? Because I realized, because uh, it took so, it took like 45 minutes in for them to eventually start. And at that point, I was already, I was like, hey, well, let's drink because these free drinks at the bar, yes. you know? And then it was like at least 15 to 20 minutes into the reunion. I look up and I'm like, oh, it started. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Here's the thing. So, you know, <laughs> we all got there at a certain time. And uh-huh. when it was delayed for the world, it was also delayed for us. So I'm like, yes. I had already posted that I was going. So I'm getting a flood of DMs. My friends are texting me. My fucking What's my sisters on? are texting me. What the fuck is going on with the reunion? Like, tell us like what's happening. And I'm like, bitch, it's not on for us either. Like we're just, right. we're all I'm just here. sitting here. And at this point, the open bar was really open. So everybody was wasted. I feel like once yeah, everybody was drunk. I was, I was, I know I was tipsy by that point. I had only had two Three drinks? I don't know, but I felt a little drunk. I had like two to three shots. <laughs> oh, I was like, not the yeah. shot. I'm not even gonna lie, I did. Yes. It was like two to three shots. Yes. So when we saw each other, we saw each other on the walk in, and then we saw each other yes. like 30 minutes into everybody being like, "What the fuck yes. is going on?" Yes. And it, nothing had changed. So we were. Everybody was getting lit. And then it Literally. starts. I love that. I love that for y'all. It finally started. And like 20 minutes into it, my boyfriend gets a massive migraine and I didn't even know he had a migraine because he was kind of sitting behind me because of the fact that it was so crowded where we were and like it it was was impossible to get seats. But I just had a feeling like it's time to go. And I looked back at him and I was like, do you want to go? And he's normally a person who's like, no, like let's stay. But he was like, he just kind of like nodded his head. Yes. And then I find out he has this massive migraine. I'm like, look at me Mm. being so connected to you. We're so You should marry me. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Because I know you. You don't even have to say it. (laughs) So we left and I still, still have not finished the the reunion. No. Oh I had to gosh. watch it when I got back home because mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know what was going I saw like yeah. a moment or two, mm-hmm. but like I had to watch it when I got home because but people also assumed that we were in there with them. And yes. I was like, no, we were in a completely different building. But I don't they know had about an you. actual live audience. I assumed that we were going to be a part of that live I audience. I too. I assume, and I was like, oh, there's a screen? I was like, oh, it's it a watch party. they invited outside people that were not like the people that would have the celebrity status that you all were talking about? Like, were they trying to keep y'all separate or? I don't no, know. No, they did keep us they, separate. They did keep, I know, but yeah. I'm saying, was there was there the live audience where they just like normal folk? Like, Yeah, they were. I, I, I wasn't think they, sure. I think there were like tickets and stuff, oh. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think there were like tickets and stuff. And so there was like, of course, like the the fan audience. And okay. then we were in, in, I keep calling a reality star TV prom because that's yes. what it felt like. Yeah. Um, Cause there were Bachelor Nation people in there. There yeah. was Netflix people. There were yeah. like uh, 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 interviewers and hosts. And, yes. and it was just like wild. I was like, oh, this is so cool. It, there were so many all people. Over the place. There were so many that's people so that funny. I was like, oh, oh, I know that person from such and such. I know this person from blah, blah, blah. It was cool. Who were you most excited? To meet both of you, like when you met them or you saw them, you were like, oh my gosh, that's Ayana. <laughs> Honestly, when I saw Kim, I said, oh, Kimmy. Oh my God, Kimmy. <laughs> Ayana, basically. I mean, yeah. Honestly, everybody else, I was like, oh, I was just shocked that people were there. Yes. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. It was pretty cool seeing people that I followed on Instagram who followed me back that I had never met in person or really have a conversation with. We just follow each other and like, like each other's stuff. Yeah. So that yeah. was cool too. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, I follow you. And they're like, yeah, I follow you. I like seeing last last season's cast of Love is Blind 
Um, yeah. What was that girl's name? Lord have mercy. I'd be forgetting. Alexa. Like, yes, Alexa. And her I man. Immediately, yes. I was so Alexa excited to see Brennan, her. Yes. I didn't say anything to them, but I was like, oh my God, that's them. You <laughs> should have that. They're so welcoming. They're so nice. They were so, so nice. cute. They were so cute. And then, the, oh, and then, oh, one person I was gagged to see was Cole. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, I actually got to talk to Cole. Me and Cole were like talking throughout the night. Like he's actually pretty cool. He's pretty I was chill. gagged. First of all, he's so cute. He's so, he's so cute. cute. He's short. He he's is. short. He, looks, he's like, he has those husky eyes. Oh, yes. <laughs> he's he's too short for me. And also. He is. I didn't realize he was that short. Yes. Yes. And you know. How I'd, tall is he? He can't be. He has to be like. 5'10", maybe. I was gonna oh, say like five, five nine, five nine, five. So ten. just like average type, yeah, type. yeah, just average height, yeah. yeah. But, but he was so but everyone cute. Love his bun is so tall. I'm yeah. surprised mm. they find all these tall men. But everyone's like six feet feet and up. I'm I'm like shocked mm-hmm. by that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know yeah, I he, wanted to ask him so many questions about the <laughs> cutie gate and all the other things. Oh, but <laughs> I didn't. God. I didn't. I didn't. I was like, this is not my space. So I'm a guest. I am a guest in this Bless house. His heart. <laughs> he was so overwhelmed. He was just sitting in that chair, just eating popcorn he's like i don't know what's going on but like i'm just here here. i'm here yeah there were there were there were a lot of sightings there were were a lot of people it was a lot of sightings. it was cute it was a cute moment and i love that they kept the bar open um but also glad that they did not have us in the recording because everyone was too drunk did you hear me did you hear me yell out during the during what, the child, what did you yell out? <laughs> what did you say? I didn't even realize. I didn't even realize that I had done it until I heard people's reactions to what I had At said. What moment? It was what? when fucking Kwame was talking oh. about. Uh, Chelsea had said a whole thing about you know whatever, and then he said, "If I may," and I said, "No," out loud. <laughs> It was so loud that people started laughing. And I was like, you said, uh oh. <laughs> I was like, okay, bitch, you're not at home, like live tweeting this. Like, you're not live Instagramming this right now. Like, you're I'm in a room so full dead. of people. I am so dead. Full of your peers and his. <laughs> oh my God. So please get your life. But yeah, you know, it was the a funny moment. The only moment I remember, the only moment I remember being so reactive to, because again, I don't, I wasn't paying attention to a lot of it. Not just, I was just talking because I was so tipsy. I was like, ah, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> um, there was only one moment and it was when Marshall said something about Jackie having a strong jawline. I said, oh my God. <laughs> and I was just like, oh my God. Oh my God. And that, that's the only moment I remember Marshall, being so reactive to. He is a a Virgo. I, said, I mean, okay, what no, can Marshall. you what can you do? He's a Virgo man. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear God! Yes. Yeah. Well, on this end, it was an absolute shit show. Mm-hmm. I was sitting was, here on my couch, ready. <laughs> I had my wine ready. I know. Like, Everybody was, was prepared. One day, and I was just like, "This is really Not sad." Yeah. Look, yeah. Bachelor Monday don't fail though. Netflix, they're gonna yeah. take a little hit for this because this is that was they bad. did take a hit. They Their did stocks take a went hit. down for this. Yeah. A huge hit. For but this. you know what? Yeah. I from hosting, I've hosted one reunion show. It was for Issa Rae's mm. uh, show Sweet Life on HBO. Mm-hmm. And I hosted the reunion no. for that. And it, first of all, reunions should never be live. There should yeah. there's no need That's for a live reunion. They just shouldn't. 
it They're takes chaotic. so long. When we did that yeah. reunion, I think we started filming at three and we wrapped about like 9 p.m. And by oh, that time, wow. like nobody's eating food, everybody's drinking because wow. like there's champagne yeah. toast going on. <laughs> and like it takes a long time to get to the nitty gritty of like what yeah. you really need to get to the core of. Yeah. And mm. it takes time for people to warm up and want to share things and drink a little bit and then really get yeah. aggressive. Like, you know, those things, it takes time. So, we don't need any live reunions. We don't. That's what I Okay, said. last thing I want to ask you all about this. If you want to share, what do y'all think about Vanessa about Lachey? Vanessa, I knew you were going <gasps> to say I want to know about Cammy because Cammy, you're Yeah, because Cammy's a host. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, you're like, you're a host yourself. <laughs> How did you feel? Because I have an opinion, but I want to hear from you first. Yes. You know, Vanessa is my pageant <laughs> sister from Christ. We, she was also Miss Teen USA. Oh, I Oh, yes. Wow. Yes. Uh-huh. So she's one of the ones that like when they're pitching pageants to people, I guess I'm one of them now too. But when, when yeah. people are recruiting girls to compete in pageants, they're like, you could grow up to be like Vanessa. Well, it was Vanessa Manillo wow. or Cammy Crawford. Yeah. Or like, you know, it was like, you could, you could become this. Um, yeah. And so, you know, I obviously have so much respect for her as far as like yeah. her career and everything that she's done. Yeah. But I think that, when you are hosting a reunion or something of that kind of um, with that many different people and emotions and egos and personalities Mm -hmm. and feelings, you have to be Switzerland. Like you really have to be unbiased. You have to be unbiased and like you can hold people's feet to the fire without you can ask challenging provocative questions but like you have to be unbiased you have to be it's literally almost like journalism Mm one-on-one about going back to the basics and being completely unbiased being completely factual Mm -hmm. and matter of fact in what you're asking and what you're saying yeah it's also the manner in which you do things so i have been seeing people all over TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, tagging me, being like, Cammy Crawford should be the next Love is Blind reunion host. That would be good. <laughs> could Listen, you imagine Could you fucking imagine? <laughs> I think I've, I don't know. I've done so many uh, of my own little live things on stories talking about how I feel about each of the, the cast members. I don't know if I would qualify <laughs> at this point to give an unbiased opinion. But, um, you know... Coming from, like I said, I've I've only hosted one reunion show, but people have said that I have a certain level of what did they call mm-hmm. it? Shady. Um, it's like it's an like underlying shade, you know. Yes. You do like, it really well. I noticed yes. it on. Um, where do <laughs> I feel like well. I? Well, you well, do it on Catfish. I do. I do. Because, you do it on Catfish for sure. Yes, I. I we just filmed. Uh, you know, when we do like a recap with people after they've been on the show, and like two months later, like the try to figure out like where are they now, whatever. And mm-hmm. we just recently did one where I told the people, you know, I was like because they pissed me off. But I was just like, you know, you, you both have so much life ahead of you. So grow up and, yeah. you know, and they were like, thank you. And just like that. But for thank me, you. it wasn't, I wasn't actually being nice to you. I was telling you that yeah. you were going to fuck up. But just like, just like <laughs> there's a certain Wait. level of like. Uh, it's grace pa- though. You yeah. do it with grace. You got a grace. <laughs> I saw shade. you do it. You did it on this, one of the recent episodes, Cammy, when 
it was, oh my gosh, which episode was this? One of the episodes I watched and I knew it too. And I was like, Cammy, no, Cammy, mm. no. Because I was like, these people are trying to play them. Yeah. It was when it was the little guy. In oh the yes. Guy. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, Cammy's about to call this out because this is some BS. Mm-hmm. I was like, I know she sees straight through it. And I was sitting there watching it. I was like, nah, there's more to this. Thing. Yes. Like, well, that's because the guy, Justin, he was, he, we, we called them out for the fact that we knew that they were bullshitting us. And he said, huh? And I said, if you can, huh, you can hear. So <laughs> come on, like, you know, and there's, there's ways to, even if you're hosting a reunion and even if the person that you're talking to, you're like, they were dead ass wrong. You mm-hmm. could be like, but come on, like, you know, you was wrong for that. Like, and there's a way yeah. that you could say it and be like, there's but, a but was Where there a reason? Offensive. Like, was there something else going on that we didn't see? Like, there's another, right. there's other ways to be able to get out of people, the reactions that mm-hmm. you're looking for without insulting without them, them down. and shutting and, and, and yeah. it shuts yes. them down and then you it don't get anything out of them for the rest yeah, of the, exactly. the thing so exactly. and then you're having to pull teeth because at that point they're like yes yeah yes so i i'm confident that vanessa knows what she's doing because she's been doing this yeah. for a long time for a long time yeah but there is i think a different muscle that you have to flex from hosting the show to hosting the reunion. Mm-hmm. Cause when you're hosting the yes. show, you're just coming on for certain beats and, you know, exactly. introducing, okay, we're going to do exactly. go wedding dress shopping or we're going to do this today or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, even when I do it for X on the beach and for, are you the one? It's like, there's a different me that shows up when I come in every day mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, this is what the challenge is going to be to when we, yeah. you know, sit down at the matchup ceremony and different people are discussing what's happened throughout the week. And I'm like, okay, so this week you were hooking up with this person, but now I see mm-hmm. you over here with her. Like what's going on? Mm-hmm. There's a, there's an energy. I think that has to be a little bit softer. No, that's, that's definite. That's I definite. Mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. I but what do I know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just the host of four TV shows. Just, I know nothing. Listen, <laughs> okay. I just show up. Well, so thank you so up. much, Cammy, for re-recording with us. Of course. And, seriously. Seriously. I feel like we could we record for five it. hours if we were given the opportunity. And we could probably keep going. Yeah. We could keep going. <laughs> like, this is prime girl talk. It's, yeah. just, it's just good. But we're going <laughs> to wrap so it up for the sake of, I guess, time. Because we could go all day. Yes. So thank you so much for coming again. Of course. And where can people find you at on socials? Well, I'm on all social media platforms pretty much at um, Cami Crawford. So K-A-M-I-E-C-R-A-W-F-O-R-D. And mm-hmm. then um, you can watch Catfish and X on the Beach on MTV. You can watch Are You the One on Paramount Plus. And you can mm-hmm. listen to my podcast, Relationship, on all platforms. That's right. And we also have our episode that we did with you yes. and your media that's released as well. So people can go and listen to that. Such too. a good episode. Um, so good. It was. It was such a good episode. Um, and then for us, as always, you can find us on YouTube if you want to see us because we do still have the visuals up for us being virtual. Um, and that's fill in the blank podcast on YouTube. You can find us on TikTok, TikTok, whatever you want to call it. And <laughs> yes, period. Fill in the blank pod. The clock? Yes. <laughs> I think that that's the name. I always am confused and now Asia, I can't see Asia's face to nod. So fill in the blank pod. I think that's what it is. On Instagram is fill in the blank underscore. You can find me at as told by dot Kayla and Ayana at at Ayana dot Amor. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and we will see you next time. Bye. 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 <laughs>